Welcome to a Story Arcs miniseries. This is a podcast where I develop the fable of Malachi with the help of my illustrator, Sarah, and you, the audience, in the Fey Realms universe. I am Trevor Sutton. Let's create. We are back on. All right. So you ready? Uh, are you ready to read this one, or am I reading this one? Well, it's the third one, so I'm going to read the odds. You're going to read the evens. Chapter three, the portal. The king stood stoic, his arms outstretched, dreading this moment, tears full of regret. Malachi forced him. The king's hands were tied. The traitor stood mute, misguided by pride. Magic was woven. The ether was sundered. A portal appeared, a void that hungered. The portal was huge and shone milky white. It shimmered and shined and filled up the night. Malachi gave up, though hatred still seethed, as Oberon watched the fairies proceed. So the whole the whole point of this one is to kind of give you that idea that they're going, they're they're being exiled somewhere else. This portal has been around. Uh, I, we're making it in the grove, so we're gonna have a procession of fairies going to it. Um, I didn't want to focus too much on them removing wings and, and going into that. I mean, I do in I, right. exile. Oh, you you talk about that next one, right? No, yeah, you don't talk about that at all on this one. Yeah, and this one is just kind of it's just kind of focusing on Oberon and making him look better. Like he didn't want to do. I this. was. Yeah. Oh, I was just about to say, this is the perfect propaganda a couple lines. Yes. Like, especially the dreading this moment, tears full of regret. And I just, I can see him looking like such a snake. Like, you know, a like full just beard. a tear and just dramatically pointing out like he, I, I don't want to do this, but you made me. And just, oh. And that's the whole point. And, and, and then when, when we get to the point where their wings were ripped off and they take the, I mean, we're going to make it look as though they deserved it. That's, I mean, it happened because they deserved it. And that's right. all, that's all like you know like you said the propaganda piece we're trying to make yeah. Oberon feel like this uh, like you said uh, uh, yeah. put in a bad position yeah he did what he had to do he didn't want to but he had to do it um, it also goes to show that that he is the king now because yeah. if you remember he wasn't part of the royal caste before he was he was a family friend that kind of made his right. way into as king it shows him here opening up the portal because the royal cast are the ones that can open up this portal um so right. it definitely shows his that shows his that his right to be king too it kind of certifies in everybody else's mind that this man is king because they right. know that this portal can only open be by the king or the queen right oh okay that really solidifies it because i mean in this poem no one knows that malachi isn't his brother right and so there's there's already the assumption but this is a reinforcement of power and i do like that contrast of him quietly crying and having to do what he has to do but also doing this hardcore magical thing that no one else can do exactly and just really showing off at the same time and by the way the portal funny enough is large enough for a human to go through which is why it seems so big oh i forgot because they these fey and their world are very minuscule they are how tall are they how big do we decide they were size of a hand like a size of a hand very, very small except for when humans go to their world they are downsized as well usually the what happens is, is 
the only human contact this world has really had is when Tatiana brings babies back. But it's because she she manipulates reality and, and brings the babies down to her size so she can right. use them as pets, you know? Right. So what are we going to do in landscape when this task force arrives? And... I have been working on that, and I have no idea. Oh, man, that's so tough. I, I mean, you could just kind of tie it in as a catch-all that the Great Mother does adjustments for anything that comes to this planet. Right. And there's an automatic transference. But that's why the ravens are so big, and that's why the animals are, are, are human. Like a squirrel is going to be human-sized or whatever over right. here because well, they're not. Well, we decided that the this planet developed magically, so it took things that are, are different on our world. What if these animals started on that world, but they came to our world, and they just developed differently? Well, the, the thing is is that one one being created all of it, okay? So he may have put yeah. certain similarities over here. He wanted the things to kind of mirror each other, right? Right. Well, well that's a great shoe-in because the programming um, – so when you go from oh. one of computer to another, it switches over so it can yes. read it, right? It makes, it makes you available to do that. Yes. Yeah. So maybe we can eventually do something that could be like a fun circumvention of that, that changing in size. Yes. Um, we can have an accidental invader that is way too big, and the fairies are like, what the hell? <laughs> but um, for now, that's a great just kind of if you go to that realm, they're small. So, But, okay, so then if anything comes into their world, no, I've already got my answer. If anything comes into the, the fae world, the, the magic automatically adjusts them to be proportionate to what they should be. But if anything from that world goes in the other world, there's no automatic system to adjust them. So they come out the same size they, sh they are on that planet. No, there is because the Great Hunt's gone over there. A couple times, it's it's gone. Oh, the wild hunt. Yeah, the issue. Oh, okay. The issue is, is when Malachi and Tatiana both go over there, they have both been cut off from the magic. Therefore, they can't. They have, okay, so they can't adjust as they need to. The computer okay. doesn't recognize, and therefore doesn't put them over there as okay. human okay. size. That makes sense. Whereas Puck still has access to his magic, he can adjust as he needs. Any other Fae that comes over can adjust as they need. Or are um, adjusted as needed. They're just automatically yeah. done. Whereas this, yeah. whole, this whole thing that happened, I mean, everything's thrown out of balance and messed up. That's why it I happens really to them. I like that. Oh, because then no one knows that there's actually a size difference between the two worlds yeah. and, until this happens. And they realize, oh, holy crap, this world is huge compared to ours. What is what is going on? Yeah, the so that's are way awesome. bigger. Yeah. That is so cool. That would be so much extra disorienting for both Tatiana. Because Tatiana is used to coming over and grabbing full-size babies. Yeah. And now all of a sudden she's smaller than one. Yeah. Like she would be like, what the hell, man? Well, that <laughs> also means awesome. when uh... – well, okay, look, the portal's the thing that, that organizes this. No, no, because she's going to be wandering. Okay, so here's the other thing that's going to happen. After she kills Malachi, the curse is broken. She goes back into full woman size. Oh, yeah, she's going to re return to her original form and power. Yeah, so, but there's going to be a moment there. She's going to, I think she's going to look up and the kid's going to start waking up. So she picks up uh, Malachi's body and then whatever, does some kind of like weird magic twist and disappears. Okay, she goes off great... somewhere to mourn yeah. with him. And has – because she's holding his little troll form going in and crying over him. And... Well, no, no. He turns back. No, no. I got a great image. I got a great image. She kills him. He turns back into what he should be. And she's a moment where they're kind of staring at it. She's restored. And they're both small at this moment because they're still going through this transformation sequence. There's a ton of light radiating out of them as they both transform to their original forms. He dies. She scoops him up into her arms. And then the final part of the transformation restores them to full size. And she walks away with him out the door. The and only reason that's not going to work 
because he's had his wings ripped off. He can't transfer size. He's going to stay a troll until he gets put back. Well, no, because that's, she won't know that it's him, and then she's not extra angry. that we, She knows already... it's him because she finds – we you and you already found this out – that he's kept something from the war or a piece of something on him that signifies him as the royal guard person, and she knows no, it's Malachi. No, but that's, that's the, the curse part that's that's supposed to um, – that's – what's going to well, – the reason I had that there was so that as she was like literally killing him, like as she was striking that blow, she notices that little thing, and then she goes, "Oh shit!" And then he's dying there. But the the him resuming form is a huge part of it. And that's tough. That's really, really tough. Because that it, he he does need to go back to what he was before. Well, I mean. Are you just taking talking about for recognition purposes? Yeah, because if I'm doing this story, I mean, it's it's all good and well for the people who are who are kind of watching, but it's more for dramatic effect. It's it's the it's the um, Beauty and the Beast thing. There's a satisfying end to the restoration and. Uh, but when we get back to it, because that's the part I was talking about that that he gets such a crap deal from all this until the very end. When they put his troll body up against the thing and they see him come back out not, as no, well, I, I never imagined him as a troll body because the thing is is that he didn't start turning into a troll until he got to Earth and did all these dark things. So that has nothing to do with his wings being cut off. He didn't get his wings cut off and instantly transform into a monster. No, no, he, he that was caused yeah because of all the stuff. So maybe when he dies, all of that cursed stuff that was within him from her curse, from Oberon's curse, from inhaling all of these awful things and that hatred festering inside, maybe he lets go of that darkness, which is what transformed him, and that lets go in death. But he, she's expecting his body to dissolve and return, but it's not, and there's still a body. And that's the part that's supposed to happen. I, I still think he should reset, because that's a final moment of her over the body of her brother, memories rushing back, and I can't have I can't have this visual of these two these two recognizable figures with flashbacks of him laughing and smiling in their childhood yeah. coming back to him being dead and her carrying him away. I can't do that nice little scene with a with a twisted troll body. Oh, I see what you're I see what you're you're getting at. The the ish the other thing we're having is he he went through they went through the portal and they're not they're not growing to their size because of her curse and his wings ripped off. Um, are you saying that the the thing recognizes him, recognizes him at that point? When they go through the portal? Well, yeah. When they go back into the Fey realms, he's gonna be regular size. Yeah, that's the issue, and he's gonna be big. You know what I mean? He's gonna be caught as a giant big thing because his wings are still ripped off. And the, those... No, no, no. I agree that he should stay small, but I do think he should turn back into what he originally looked like. Okay, okay, okay. So I was thinking he grows big with her. No, no. I think because I think. What I really liked, I like this image of her picking him up and carrying him, carrying him out. Remember, I told you, like at the Pieta, yeah. that that sculpture. Yes. There's an image, and I can I can make it work. I could essentially have it before she fully finishes recovering yes. herself. She could have a moment to where she's holding him, and then she turns big size, and she just has her hands out like this yes. into such a sad form. So I can work with that. Now we're both satisfied. Yeah, there we go. I like it. Compromise. Because <laughs> I was because I was having a hard time with him being large going through the portal and then no that, and I agree yeah. you're you're right with the wings being ripped off but I wanted that scene in there with her holding yeah. him like that I really right. wanted that and now we can have it both ways so we're okay. yeah exactly exactly because that's gonna be an awesome little scene of like her glowing and him his glow fading and stuff and him just kind of draped in her arms like that yes. I think that's gonna be such an awesome image I'm really excited for that okay and, th and now we find a way to make that work and have it sound too. Oh yeah, what what else is we we kind of went off on the tangent again. 
Um, okay, so the portal. Okay, so um, we talked about the propaganda. Uh, well, Oberon the sitting there yeah. with arms out. Yeah. yeah, and then Malachi forced him. Okay, lots of propaganda, propaganda. The traitor stood mute, misguided by pride. Magic was woven. The uh, ether was sundered. Portal appeared. So I really like this image of the of the the void. With uh, it's so it's huge and milky white and shimmering. Um, are you picturing it kind of shimmering like water to where it's like kind of like flowing? Like, how do you picture this portal? What I had in my mind was like on the outer edges, like water, and then it flowing in, and then inside oh. the center of it, like you could see it flowing into something. But as soon as it yeah. hits like the center, it's a void. Okay, so it's almost like a hallway. Oh, yeah. Or I, I was thinking like you're looking down into a uh, a water not a water spout but like there's like a lake and there's a hole in the lake and if you look down you see like okay so is this portal vertical or is it on the ground no it's vertical it's standing okay. up all right is it okay so just visually we gotta we gotta be careful with this because is this like a tear in the fabric of space okay because it's a portal. It's a hole that's supported. It's supposed to be there. It's not going to be what okay. Addison not, does. Yeah, this is something that's naturally there, okay? Is, or not naturally. Circular? It was built there. Okay, circular, rectangular. Oh, what kind so of in, the sense of, in the sense of computers versus uh, machinery and everything else, and, and you kind of thinking of it in that way so we can understand it, it's a, there's a, it's a sphincter. A, uh, a, uh, you know, it starts off real pin, real yeah, small, well, and then it opens up. And it's, well, that's what a that's what the name of the mechanism. Yes, a giant butthole between. You know, the two maybe worlds. maybe we should. Stay. I don't I don't know if I feel comfortable with sphincter portals. <laughs> well, if you look at if you look at mechanics and stuff, where those where those circle of portals close and you see them like doing that right. thing. That's and I get it. I was really glad that I you know. said mechanics because like if you said, well, you know, if you look at a sphincter, and I'm like, I'm not gonna do that. Well, that's biomechanics. Gonna... It's still in the yeah, same world. Gross. <laughs> and we could just have a giant butthole open and close. Oh, oh god! No one likes to go to the human realms. It's a really rough experience. <laughs> oh. oh, gross! Oh my god! Okay, <laughs> so okay, so do we want this? Because I don't. I, I would like this to be very pretty and dramatic. I want it to be something that it looks like. Just because the portal has to be what it is, I want it to be a hint that it is otherworldly technology type of deal, but it looks magical. On the, It's like a borderline of both. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Because of yeah. its purpose and what it is, I, I want to give that hint that this is something greater and larger and, and more than just magic or technology. It's gonna This is going to be a mixture of both. In that sense. So we need to, it sounds like we need to make a gate of some sort um, or something that is structurally sound so that the magic, the flowy colors and light and waterish kind of stuff has something to contrast with. Because the magic is magic. We do want to establish that. But if we want it to seem more um, program-like or structure-like, we need a gate. As it, as it reaches the center, it's water on the outside and flowy on the outside of it. But as that water slowly pans toward the center, it starts looking like, like doing the jagged circuitry da, 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 towards the center. Okay. Um, but in a okay. rippy kind of fashion. So it'd have to be a very small portion. I don't know. I don't want it to be so over – because this is all organically grown, and just because it's, right. it looks organic doesn't mean it's not machinery. And right. I don't want that. So maybe – yeah, the, the most of all, you have to remember this has to look like it's going somewhere. So if I do too many patterns in the center, it's going to look like a dead end. Yeah. I mean, the, the best thing to do, since this is so early and we can decide more later, is you painted a really good picture. It's milky white. 
it's just shining. It's so bright you can't even really look at it. So maybe that's the issue is you can't see that technology part because it's got right. That. And this is a propaganda piece. We can decide a little more later what what these official kind of portal looks like. Yeah. But for now, maybe it's just so bright it looks like they're just walking into like a fuzzy white blanket to where it just overcomes their face and just melts them into it. Yes. If you want to make it easier on yourself, instead of making the portal super complicated, we can make how people go into it look like they start to dissolve and pixelate. Or I can make it more organic and have like the color pulled away as they like turn and they like almost like a black hole. It stretches you out and swirls you in. Yeah, well, that's probably that's probably what the uh, the mechanics are on there is like a tiny black hole. I mean, right. separating between the two worlds. And I still haven't decided of because this is all one universe, not one universe. It's one galaxy that has multiple universes in it, which have multiple planets and everything else. And I don't know. Is it dimensional? Or are we different dimensions then? Or outside of this. This is, okay, so we have – there's Ancient, right, on the outside, and then there's a bunch of – there's Milky Way galaxies da, 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 inside this universe. Well, universe means everything. Right, okay. Well, it means everything in that universe, in that reality, as in this is our planet and there's different continents. This is our universe and this is different galaxies. Well, it, so again, this is tough because universe literally means everything. So the Ancient would be part of that. If it exists, it's in the universe. Okay, but it See doesn't I – mean? it's on the outside of our universe, and that's what I'm trying that's, to get at. And I, and I get it and i do understand it's just the terminology wise it's like i'm trying to explain what blue is to you and you're like no but i'm thinking more of like a turquoise it's like it's still got blue in it so it's like that okay because there are mirror universes multiple universes and everything else right Those are dimensions that's you're talking about dimensions then because dimension can exist in a um in another place that doesn't interact with ours at all where you can have two earths in the exact same place in a mirror uh universe but they never touch even though they're in the exact same place so they're in different dimensions all right then i am using the wrong word dimension dimensions so di multiple dimensions can exist in a universe then there you go universe, yeah Okay, so while this thing is sitting on the outside of our dimension, which is holding our galaxies, he can look around and see other dimensions around him. Okay, yeah, well, that makes sense. Almost like different bubbles. Yes, and in between is nothing. Ooh, I even like that idea because if you have all these bubbles that contain all these different things, he's literally outside all of the bubbles just going yes. around. Does that make sense? Okay, yes. okay, that makes a lot more sense to me then. Okay, that's what because I was just using the wrong word then. Okay. Yeah. That's that's what I'm thinking of, and that's what I was when I was telling you about it and what it is. Our dimension is a bubble containing all our galaxies, the Milky Way galaxy. That makes stuff. sense. That makes sense. And as far as where the Fey world is and the human world, they're both in the same dimension, so they're both in that bubble. Just I don't know if they're in the same galaxy. I don't know if they're in the in the in a different galaxy, just on different sides of the uh, the dimension. Well, whatever. So that's that's the thing I'm, I, we've got to figure out later too is how far they're traversing and everything else. Right, because it's tough. Because I mean, if you just have uh, uh so because we set this up as if it's a project and yes. one world is mirroring the other. Um, if you had them in two different dimensions that were right on top of each other, like two bubbles that are right on top of each other, that travel would be easy because you're not going from one place here to one place here tesseract-wise. You're simply crossing the dimensions to the same exact place in that other mirror world. So if we were to flip the the uh, world map like we said before, that place in Scotland would yeah. correspond exactly with the place on our flipped world. And that would make sense later if the both universes got melted together. Because the two dimensions literally collide and combine. Yes, so like a bubble combining. Exactly. Okay, they're not in the same. So I know, I know. I, there's a lot going on. No, my, my <laughs> brain's mapping out certain things. And that's perfect though, because the portal is literally just a tube between those two bubbles. 
which makes even more sense as to what the conduit is. Is it literally that line between the two bubbles that we described that mirror each other? Well, it'll be the line between the, the ancient and the god, or the right. poet. Right, but I mean, but it's the same these thing. can be used for multiple things, and right. they can make sense on, on different levels, right? So maybe the conduit, and you're going to laugh, maybe the portal on the Fey Realm side is the conduit's butthole. So the, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Poor guy, no wonder he's in an insane asylum. The poor guy just pooping out fairies. Oh, <laughs> that Jesus. would be so messed up. Okay, so oh, in a broader God. sense. Oh, you know what? The conduit, since he is supposed to be fate, what if his placement on Earth isn't accidental? What if the reason why he's there is he's what kind of maintains the portal? It, that's what I was going to say. They, his brain is being used as like a computer to hold everything together. Yeah, and he's that connection. So the conduit has to stay on Earth. It's typically chosen from the Fey Realms, placed on the mirror planet, and kept there. Um, but the conduit serves multiple purposes. One is the connection between the two realms. The other is the maintaining of these realms to the ancient to keep that balance so the bubbles don't pop. Yes, and typically it's been the Fey, and that's why the Fey can reproduce and make more because when they die, yes. they get produced back in. Whereas the angels and demons don't usually do it because of, you know, they, there's only one. They don't they don't reproduce. Yes. They don't get more. And and that makes it when Marshall takes over because the Unbound are becoming. It's almost like a, a a bridged gap. That's why he's able to become the conduit because he's evolved closer to what the Fey and the Angels right. are doing at the same time. Right. Which is a different precedent. So maybe something happens in that in that sense to where he can be. You know. No, that leads perfectly into your dimension smashing. Because what if something happens way far down the line? Marshall's been the conduit for a while, yeah. but because of his nature, because he's not technically Fey, yes. something happens to where he either, I don't know if you want him to die or something happened to him, to where he's no longer the conduit and there's no replacement. And these two dimensions, as a result, smash together because there's no longer that barrier between the two. Yes. They simply collapse into one bubble. Yes, and, and yes, and yes, and yes. Um, and, I f and I think that's going to work a lot, really neat for – because we're always going to have that – okay, so right now this is basically Marshall's story arc, how he becomes – I mean there's going to be a bunch of side stories, but it's basically Marshall's story of how he becomes a conduit, okay? Right. This whole thing. But we're going to have other – the ones after it and ones before it, okay? So the one after it now will be a neat smashing of the two realms together, and we can have a neat – uh, continuum line with that and then before that how that fae became the conduit and what was in and then that can be our central what everything kind of centralizes along is that is the conduit and and why things happen the way they happen and everything else it's good for story continuity and for keeping me sane in my head <laughs> <laughs> dude i know i know this is getting a little cray well you know what else we should start thinking about here too or anyways for mm. my podcasting stuff um, is if we actually start talking to uh, theoretical physicists and scientists and stuff. Oh, that would be so much fun. I would enjoy the crap out of that. And I think they would they would get a kick out of what we're doing here. Just just talking so. about it, you know. On a, yeah. yeah, we we gotta we gotta find some that are fairly open to the fantastical and don't like you know dry like well that's not physically Dude, possible. Because Neil deGrasse of the Titan. Nah, that would be that would be super. I don't know if he's into fantasy though, because I mean, there's stuff we talk about where we're bending. Um, I don't know. It would be interesting to. That would be cool, but yeah. it would. I don't know if he'd be into it or not. This is. I mean, it's we, we've gone past theoretical. We've gone purely into fantasy, right? I mean, there's definitely inspiration from like quantum physics and theoretical. You know, anything anyway. is possible, and the fact that 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 
we could be pulling this from an actual universe that's happening. There are string physicists and stuff that actually think that way, that, that, that say, oh, some of our stuff happens because of, you know, you're know. dreaming and you're thinking about it, and it's happening I in know. another universe, so. I mean, and I, and I love it. It was just, we, we're going to, we're probably going to end up going through a couple crackpot scientists. Oh, um, yeah. Well, we'll be so. careful about how we, what we, who we talk to and what we do, so. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be rough. We don't All ever right, have let's... to air it either, yeah. Yeah. All right. So um, on the very last part of this poem where Malachi gave up through the hatred still seethed, yes. I got this super great image of him like slowly being like sucked into the portal or walking into the portal while making direct eye contact with uh, Oberon. That can't happen yet because in exile, he turned to the king and swore they'd all fall on the oh. next poem. He's at the end oh. of the line. OK, he's he's waiting up there, standing next to Oberon, watching all his people go in. And then at the very end, he steps in after all his men have gone in. He steps okay. up and starts doing it. So okay, basically, okay, so that's for later. Okay, okay. So instead, um, I really want this because that last that can still two happen. Line, um, the last two lines. I need um, an image. We've just cut to the portal. We see this giant shimmery thing. We see the line of fairies going into it. At the very end is Malachi, and maybe Malachi is slumped and kind of like defeated. Malachi doesn't have to be in the line. He could be standing with Oberon or in front of Oberon being held in oh. shackles watching his people. No, that's perfect. That's a great contrast for those last two lines. So Oberon could be watching with this look on his face and Malachi's next to him and he's, he has no wings and he's chained up and he's like defeated, but you still see his face is just rage. Yes. It's not defeat. Okay, I'll do that. That sounds better than just them standing together as we see this going on. Well, because that, that way we can have a really cool, because what I had envisioned for the written part of it if we ever actually make it into a, a, a comic where the, like a real like the graphic novel oh, like versus, graphic novel yeah right is them sitting there and having this final like Oberon saying goodbye to his friend regardless of what what they went through you know and what's happened he still wants to say goodbye to Malachi he does have yeah and so he he pulls him up there and maybe it looks like he's just trying to you know oh stand up and be a king but when they gets in close you know I'm, I'm really sorry this had to happen this way buddy and so but it can look it can look like two different things because nobody can hear them talking no that's great that's great that's fantastic because I mean I would because uh, I think Malachi should really start to lose his shit at this point oh yeah and just a rabid dog. Just no matter what Oberon says, he's just almost frothing at the mouth to, to like, get him. Because maybe he you know reveals I mean? about Tatiana right there, too. He says, it's too bad I had to get rid of your sister, too. I loved you both. And then all and of a sudden, it releases I it, and he's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dude, that would be great. That would be great. And that would be awesome, too. I mean, that, oh, God. But the, the, so that's tough, though, because later on, Malachi fights the Raven, so I feel like he would always be on the lookout for that. To like not kill his oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Tatiana, you know definitely yes yes I agree but uh, uh, yeah, yeah I mean I feel like if he mentioned it directly I feel like it would slightly break the glamour that is on everybody yeah. not everybody to whoever he's talking to and their memories would rush back and they'd be like huh <laughs> no so, I agree I agree I, I, but again still having that final repertoire yeah I just want to say goodbye no, agreed, to you buddy yeah agreed. which is what what I was trying to impart there I just didn't have enough lines and poetry no 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 it's great it's a great uh it, it definitely brings up a really good image no that's perfect okay and then so okay so yeah so portal um lots of propaganda of oberon painting himself as the the strong yet kind king that had to do what he had to do yep. malachi really just completely coming undone um do we know what color 
fey blood is? They're going to be red. I thought about this long and hard. For whatever reason, whenever I watch any movie and they pull some kind of uh, blue blood or green blood, it always pulls me out of it. Even with Transformers, I watched them and they had green blood shooting out of them. For whatever reason, not seeing red blood, I can't, I can't relate to it. And I, I, I do want, I want them to understand that these are not human. But at the same time, oh, I want them to relate. And blood, for whatever reason, makes people yeah. relate. Okay. No, no. And actually, that ties back to what we discussed earlier with these. Um, similar to the angels and demons, they created yes. these kind of little automatons that are based on humans. That's why Faye looks so close to human. Yes. And they're going to they're gonna have a similar structure, um, if not evolve differently over time through the magic. So. Yes, yes. I, but that, I thought about that blood thing for a long time. Strangely enough, you, you kind of ticked on it. Um, uh, they're they're both going to be carbon-based life forms. They're both going to have oxygenated blood, all that stuff. Because when humans come over, it's going to be oxygen, and uh, and that's yeah. So that's it. Yeah. And so ends episode three. Yeah, that was good. I really liked that. We we start getting darker as this poem goes on, and um, I think that's a really great like slow descent into madness along with Malachi. It's like we're on the on the roller coaster with them, you know. Yes, and that's yes, and that's what I wanted you to feel is like like this slowly this bleakness mm-hmm. setting in, you know, and it, oh, and that's another thing you and I are going to have to work on. Are we in Ireland or Scotland? Oh, so, um, cause Gaelic I heard was from Scotland and Ireland. Yeah, you're correct. So what happened was, is that the, the, the Celts were originally all over Britain, Scotland and Ireland. Originally, they were divided into tribes. The Romans came in and they, and by the way, Scotland, I think got, um, I have to take a look at a map. So there's, there's a lot of, so the, the Celts kind of came from an early Viking kind of uh, settlers, and they came in and they settled pretty heavy into a Druidic society that was based on their practices and very much in tune with nature and very isolated. Yes. Um, they developed into different tribes. They had their own customs. The Romans invaded the British portion of it and heavily took over, although there were a lot of rebellions. Scotland was the, the last place and even now they rebel against the UK yes but they were the last ones to really fall to the Roman and then after the Romans left because they were overextended they kind of took up a lot of their customs and established their new society based on a mix between the their original Celtic so they're they're closer to the original what what they were originally yeah they are and I think you and I have Scottish in us so I have a, a fairly strong connection with that plus Scotland I mean their national animals are freaking unicorn and Scotland has a lot of like the craziest we are you're, Scottish then we are freaking you're welcome you're welcome so anyway um I I like Scotland a lot yeah Ireland has got a lot of cool stuff I think it could be the entire um well, I mean, if they I think have Scotland, if the Celts are in both areas, okay? Then Gaelic works yeah, in both okay, areas. Including Britain, but Britain got take, taken over by the Romans and really right. converted to Christianity first. You have been listening to Story Arc. I'm Trevor Sutton. If you like the show, subscribe and check us out on Facebook at Fay Realms and our Twitter at Stoke Tales One. Please leave comments and be a part of the show.